The following is a sermon from Christ Memorial Church. We are a multi-site church in the St. Louis area. We are compelled by two words, loved and sent. We believe everyone is loved deeply by God through His Son, Jesus Christ, and everyone is sent with great purpose wherever they go. You can find out more about us at cmstl.org or reliantchurch.org. Enjoy the following sermon. I've told this story before, so forgive me. Some of you have heard this story, but it, it really just introduces the theme for today. So I'm going to tell it again. I was at a school. Walking down a hallway, there's a line of kindergartners. And a kindergartner comes up to me and asks me, Are you the Flash? Because apparently I look like the actor who plays the Flash on the Netflix series, The Flash. And so I said, Yes, The Flash. He said, run around the school really fast. I said, I just did. <laughs> I said, don't tell anybody, this is our secret. He's like, okay. He goes back into the line and tells all of his friends, that man is the Flash. It's the Flash. So, really fast, I go around the corner to the other hallway. Uh, it's kind of a quiet hallway, nobody's down there, but I sense somebody's following me. And so I look behind and there's a, another kindergarten boy, not the young man who figured me out, but one of his friends that he told, he's behind me, and he's just staring. And so I stare at him. We have a little stare down, and finally he asks, are you the Flash? And of course I say, yes, I am. And so he does this, and I get closer. I go down, and he whispers into my ear, and he says, I'm Batman. <laughs> totally serious. He believes he is Batman. So today, we're talking about imitation. We all have people that we look up to. Heroes or superheroes, or we have, maybe for you, a parent that you look up to, or a big brother, or a big sister, or a teacher. But imitation is part of our life. How do you know what it, what it looks like to follow Christ? Well, you watch somebody else do it, and that's how you know. As we're talking about growing up in our series in Ephesians, we're concluding today, and we're going to talk about this word imitation. Because one of the main ways any of us ever grow up is, is because we've seen somebody else grow up before us, and we look up to them. So today, rather than telling you about imitation, I want to show you what it looks like by inviting three four people forward. You can come up at this time, Natalie, Michaela, Wally, uh, to come forward to show you what this looks like. We have Michaela Adams. She is a, a senior at uh, Afton High School. And you want a water? Yeah. You're, you're okay? Michaela's okay. Natalie needs water. There we go. Um, senior at Afton High School, the oldest of three girls in her family. Um, she has a beautiful voice. She's um, sung in our uh, youth praise team, uh, Christ Memorial Productions. We're just in Oklahoma, active in youth ministry. So Michaela's up here with us. Uh, Wally Glenzer, what can I say about Wally? I don't know. Uh, married to Kathy, St. Kathy, St. Catherine, for being married to Wally. Uh, Wally's been involved in many ministries throughout our church, um, elders, council, men's club, um, active in Bible study, and we're glad Wally's here. Natalie McClowry, uh, married to Ryan, uh, four kids, uh, Brecken, and then the twins, Talia and Callum, and then little Truett, and worships at Reliant. Uh, Natalie's currently the secretary on our church council, our board, and um, so we're glad that they're up here today to share. And we're, what we're going to do, actually, if we could go back one, I skipped a verse. If we could go back 
Ephesians 5.1, therefore be imitators of God as beloved children. So we want to talk about imitation today with these three people, and there's just two questions I want them to answer. And as they're answering it, I want you to think about these two questions in your own life. The first question is this, who have you imitated? Who have you looked up to in the Christian faith and said, that's what it looks like to follow Christ, and they've had an impact on you? And then second, who are you who is imitating you? Who's behind you? Who's watching you? And so the first question, uh, Natalie, maybe we'll start with you. Uh, we just kind of made this up, by the way. This isn't rehearsed. We met a few minutes before the service, so we'll just see how it goes. But Natalie, who have, who's been impactful for you? Who have you imitated in your life? Uh, my senior year of high school, I was part of a group called Project Lead. And in that group, uh, we were led by the director of spiritual leadership at our school, and it was a year of mentorship and uh, learning about leadership. And when I think back to that time in my life, uh, a couple things really stand out that Chip, that director of spiritual leadership, really impressed upon me, and those things have carried forward now uh, 15 years since then. Uh, The first thing being that Uh, Spiritual leadership, a life of faith, takes a lot of preparation and training. So that year, Chip led us through countless books on spiritual leadership. We read, we studied, uh, we looked at other leaders, we met other leaders, we learned from each other. Uh, The goal was not to be stagnant in our faith, but to always be growing and developing. Uh, The second thing that he really impressed upon us was that there is no age limit when it comes to acting out in faith. So... The main thing that we did that year was raise over $100,000 to build a school in Zambia, a country in Africa. Uh, And Chip never once told us that our goal was too lofty or too ambitious. He always encouraged us and he empowered us to uh, really be students who led uh, all that fundraising. And finally, one of the main things that he taught us was that Uh, faith is best lived out in community. So the first thing that we did as a group uh, before we went back to the student body and were the spiritual leaders for the year was we went on a five-day backpacking trip in Colorado. Uh, And so that was 12 seniors in high school with very different personalities, very different skills, very different thresholds for adventure. Uh, And we were thrown together to live in the mountains for a week. We peaked a mountain uh, and then we took those skills that Chip worked with us on, we took those back and uh, used them to function as a community the remainder of the school year. Thank you, Natalie. Wally, who have, uh, who have you imitated over the years? The uh, people that impact me the most was uh, Pastor Greg and Walt Hick. And uh, Pastor Greg invited me to uh, become a member of the Board of Elders. And... Uh, was soon after being an elder, I found that uh, I was not fully equipped to do that. And Walt Hick came along and invited me to join the evangelism program. And there's where I learned most of my skills. Uh, Walt Hick really was a person that I believe I imitated. Uh, Walt Hick was involved in so many things here at Christ Memorial that uh, I pretty well followed his lead. I worked in the Sunday school as a teacher with uh, Mike Albers. I worked on uh, the evangelism program, being an instructor there. Uh, I worked with Walt Hick on uh, passing on your uh, benefits to uh, the church and others. And uh, 
I think that uh, he impacted me probably more than anyone else. Of course, uh, all the pastors of the church, even back to uh, Grace Wilson Church on the north side, uh, Pastor Beal impacted me also. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, Walt never stopped all the way up until the end. And I am looking forward to doing that same thing. I hope that uh, there will be those that will imitate me, my children, my granddaughter. Wally, you're getting into the next question, so hang on a second, okay? <laughs> great, great job. You're, getting, you're already jumping ahead. You're just, uh, you're, you're advanced. Thank you, Wally, for sharing that. And Walt, uh, raise your hand if you know Walt Hick, Pastor Greg. Yep, for many people, those are impactful people. We all have people that we've imitated. Michaela, tell us who has um, impacted you. Um, in the church, there has definitely been a lot of imitation by me, um, by people like Daniel and Caitlin and, and even my parents, holding similar values and similar ideals and um, similar goals to them and kind of showing me, like what Natalie said, there's no age limit on that, um, helping with the youth group and, and helping to lead and organize it weekly has been something that has shown me a lot of responsibility that I didn't know um, I would definitely necessarily like have to undergo, but also just that you can make that type of a difference and you can, you know, make a difference in your faith at whatever age you are and you can do it in your school or at home and it doesn't, it doesn't matter and as long as you have people, you know, like Daniel and like my pastors and things like that to, to head that up, you really can make a bigger difference. And imitating those people has shown me that, you know, it, it is important what you do at every stage in life. And it doesn't just, you know, mean that you're doing little stuff now. You can do bigger stuff now and still make that difference, which has been really cool. And that's led me to have goals and like go on mission trips and stuff. We went to Mexico a few years ago and we built a house in like two days. And it was something that showed me like it's bigger than, than what we are and it's bigger than us. And it doesn't matter what age you are or how many people that you, you, know, you have in a group, you can, you can make those big goals happen. So. Thank you, Michaela. All right, class, take note of this. In, for each one of them, there was a thread that, that they all noted that they grew immensely when challenged, when called higher. So that each of their imitation stories had to do with um, a, a senior leadership uh, program or being called to be an elder or an evangelism trainer or being called to a mission trip or leadership in the youth group. So a lot of t our, our biggest growth areas come when we're pushed, when we're bumped higher. Maybe difficult, but that's where we, we tend to grow. Uh, second question, who is imitating you? As you look back over your shoulder, who's watching you and, and that you're mindful of in the Christian faith? And they're now watching you. Natalie, you want to start for us? mentioned, uh, we have four kids, uh, age range between five and a half and 14 months. And so they, more than anyone else right now, are the ones who are imitating me, which is actually a really scary and daunting task a lot of the time. Uh, but I try not to get too caught up in that and instead continue to impress upon them the same three things that Chip really impressed upon me. So a life of faith takes preparation and training. That's why you'll see us at church every Sunday, even though we are loud and disruptive and messy. Uh, and there's probably some people that wish that we didn't come every week. Uh, but we are there because they are paying attention. It's the same reason that even though at night Ryan and I just want the kids to go to bed, we pull out the children's Bible and we go through a story and we answer their questions that might just be uh, them trying not to go to sleep. But we answer those questions faithfully. 
Uh, second thing being age and acting in faith has no age requirement. Uh, the very first year that Ryan and I did the Love Sent Servant event, we put Brecken in childcare, we went and served, and then we came and picked her up. Uh, every year since then, we have included all of our kids regardless of their age. So there were years where we had six-month-old six twins, I think, maybe eight-month-old, uh, or 14-month Truett yesterday. Uh, but we have always included them and involved them. They understand, to an extent, what we're doing and why we're doing it. Uh, and I can tell you, it was very encouraging yesterday to see them be incredibly brave and enthusiastic uh, as we walked the neighborhood around Reliant and they knocked on doors and delivered pumpkins and excitedly invited people to church. Uh, that was something really cool to watch. And then finally, what they know probably better than anything is that a life of faith is best lived in community. Uh, they know that our community group is basically an extension of our family. Uh, they've seen us uh, live together, serve together, worship together, uh, encourage one another, support one another, uh, and they are a part of that. They feel that, and my prayer is that as they go and develop relationships outside of that, they will carry those same things into relationship. Thank you, Natalie. All right, Wally, now, now. is your turn. Go. <laughs> Who's imitating you? I'm hoping my uh, son and daughter. My daughter is a CEO Christian. That's Christmas, Easter, and others. I'm hoping that the others increase more over the next years. And uh, my son is a uh, member of the orchestra in the uh, uh, contemporary service at uh, 11 o'clock. I'm hoping to see him uh, imitate his mother and I in attending church more regularly not just as a participant in the orchestra. We have a granddaughter who is now up at uh, Truman University up in Kirksville, and definitely I try to encourage her to uh, spend Sundays in a chapel of some sort there on the campus and expect to see her when she graduates back here at Christ's Memorial. Thank you, Wally. And Michaela, who's, who's imitating you now? You're, how old, are you 17? Yeah. 17. Who's imitating you? Um, as of right now, uh, my sisters are the biggest imitators of mine, which I never really thought that it would happen that way. I was like, we're different people. You know, we're all, you know, we have the same parents, but we're, we're different. But, you know, I pick up a new task or I start to watch a new show, and the next thing you know, Chloe's coming up to me asking what it is and what's it about and how she can get a hold of it or why she can't have an iPhone or, you know, when she's going to be able to drive. And it's just, you know, I see those same um, similar goals in there too. You know, they're all starting to like to sing or like to play like sports and like soccer and all of that sort of stuff. And they are just becoming, I can see more and more of myself in them every day. And it's really crazy to think about how much of an impact I have on them and how my actions really do matter in that way, but I hope in the future that me being active in the church and me being able to help where I can can help push them to do the same thing when they're older because we have such that age gap. They can, when I'm gone, they can, you know, carry on the exact same goals or similar ones and be able to, like, you know, have that same goal for themselves and, and carry out in the church the way that, you know, they should and keep up with their faith on their own. So. Good. Yeah. Thank you, Michaela. By the way, Michaela, you're, you are instrumental in our uh, youth praise team, that there are girls that look up to you. I don't think you even know that, but some of our singers today, 
they've watched you. You've led them even just by, and they imitate you. And then they'll come up, and there'll be those behind them, and it's a, it's a pipeline. Um, thank you all for sharing very much. I want to go back to Ephesians 5, verses 1 and 2, um, where it talks about imitation. If we can all read this together. Therefore, be imitators of God as beloved children, and walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us, a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. Let this be your, your kind of reflective questions for the week. Who have you imitated or who are you imitating today? Who's ahead of you in faith that is teaching you, that you're watching what it means to follow Jesus? And then mindful that somebody's watching you and maybe you don't even know it. Who's imitating you in Christ? Notice that in verse 2, it goes on to say, walk in love as Christ loved us, that we are imitating our Lord who walked in love as Christ loved. By the way, that word love gets a lot harder with the next verb. Christ loved us and gave himself up for us, that this is love, not a Hallmark card, not chocolates, but he showed love to us by giving up his life. He loved us not carefully, but extravagantly, even as a sacrifice, a fragrant offering to give up his own life. Uh, Jesus is our ultimate example. He's our ultimate, uh, the one that we imitate and emulate, but he's even more than that. He's more than an example. He is our Savior and our Lord. Let's pray. Uh, While we have our friends up here, we pray. Lord, thank you for uh, dying for us in our place and for our sins. Thank you for rising from the dead. Lord, now we imitate you, not by our own strength or power, but we follow you as as you died, so we die to sin. As you rise, so we rise to new life. Lord, lead us now as we live out that life. Show us who we are to follow, Lord. Give us those exemplars, the saints ahead of us, that we know what it looks like to follow you. And Lord, let us be faithful, knowing that there are people who imitate us. Lord, help us to be on our guard, to watch our life, our conduct, to be obedient to you, knowing that others are looking at us and seeing you in us. So, Lord, we follow after you together, one people, one Lord. Amen. Thank you again for listening to the sermon from Christ Memorial. If you happen to be in St. Louis or live in St. Louis, we would love to meet you and have you join us for worship on Sunday. We are located in South County, St. Louis, at 5252 South Lindbergh, We also have a city site called Reliant that is located on the St. Louis University Medical Campus in Crave Coffee House. You can find all of our worship times and information at cmstl.org or reliantchurch.org. Hope you have a good day, and remember, you are loved by God deeply through His Son, Jesus Christ, and you are sent with great purpose wherever you go. Have a good day.